two shows ago, I told you that Germany was going to win the World Cup, but those 20 minutes where they were out of the World Cup against Sweden was going to be the best moment of my World Cup. Well, I got some good news for you. You got... I was wrong. You got Not only did you get 90 good minutes, you got seven of the best minutes. I did. It was great. You must be, you must be so thrilled. Look, I couldn't fully enjoy it right when Germany went out because I was worried about Brazil doing the same thing four hours later. So I had to temper myself. But I did let out a loud, loud yell when your boy scored an empty netter. Youngman's son. I think he should ha- not have to serve in the military for that. For the empty netter to make it 2-0 against Yeah, Germany. yeah. Well, just the whole team. No, 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 the whole team. Okay. They defeated the reigning World Cup champions. Who cares if that happens to other reigning World Cup champions? Knocked him out of the World Cup. Bye-bye, bye, Germany. Yeah. Ciao, ciao. Yeah, see ya. Really good that they're out of the World Cup. I'm really excited Look. by this. <laughs> yeah, I looked at... I read a really good piece on Stats Bomb. By, uh, I would say our friends. Not, I never don't know him. He's just a good writer. Uh, by Mike Goodman, Germany's underlying stats were great. They created lots of chances, but in a three-game stretch, anything can happen. Small sample size. And they, they never had the right squad balance. And you know what? You pay the price. You pay the price. You, you pay the price. You, the listener, may be paying the price because we've somehow made it to nine episodes. This is the World Cup After Dark podcast. I'm Austin Miller. He's Amit Malik here on the World Football Index. Germany are out of the tournament, and Mexico, Amit, despite getting thumped 3-0 by Sweden, oh, are man. through. This is, I mean, I, I'm happy for Mexico. I'm happy for their fans. You're happy for Sweden. Good. But this just feels but like a just, spiraling yeah, for Mexico. Like, They've had their moment. Like they had tournament. their moment. They beat Germany. It came too soon. And I just got bad news for you. It's not good looks to beat Brazil. Like, there are teams Brazil would rather face, I'm sure, out yep. of the 16, out For of the sure. second place teams, but Brazil's confident. Mexico will be confident, but... It will they? I don't know. Their squad's in a, their squad's in a weird place. Mexico looked like... They, they looked bad. They did. They did, and I think it's weird to say this about a team that won twice in the group stage, but... It may not have been undeserving for them to go out of the World Cup. They were well, you lose 3-0 in the last match, and the way they did it. Yeah. If Germany scored, like, yeah, we would have said Germany got by on the skin of their teeth. But we I don't probably, think... Probably I don't read think the Gary any, Lineker quote again. Yeah, we would have read that. Yeah, we would have had done sure. that again. But I don't think we would have had sympathy for Mexico. No. Like, they were poor in the they last They were poor. Game. Yeah, they were real bad. And it's weird. Azor- Juan Carlos Azorio, first time in, what, 51 matches. He finally keeps an unchanged 11 and it just, it just didn't work. It just didn't work. Picked up a yellow card. It never. It in. never seemed like like the balance was off the whole game for them. And Sweden, you know, give them credit. They're a very organized team. Did we underestimate Sweden? I think going in, we said they were the most boring team, and yep. I think we. It's fair to stand by that because yep. nothing about them was alluring, yep. fun, you know, like attractive, and they had no Zlatan, so there was like. It was just really easy to write them off, especially in their group. They had Germany and Mexico and just go, okay, they're here. They're going to play three matches. They're going to go home. But to their credit, they won two of their three matches and could have very easily picked up a result, if not won their third match. Yeah. And honestly, from a Brazil perspective, and we'll get on to this a bit later in the show, I'm preferring to play Mexico than Sweden because of how resolute they've looked defensively in this tournament. Mexico is a better team than Sweden. I don't think anyone's debating that, but they did lose to them 3-0. But Sweden's a harder team to play. Yeah. I think they are, their discipline is very good. 
and okay, their counterattack isn't as good as Mexico's. We saw that in the, bo- the way they both teams played Germany, but it's efficient. They've got players that can do things. You can't sleep against them, and they've got to like their chances. You know, everyone's saying, we're going to talk about this later, about this whole quadrant, England, Colombia, Sweden, Switzerland, but Sweden's in the quadrant too, and they're not bad. Grind out a result somehow against Switzerland, you got a puncher's chance to make a semifinal. Sure. Sweden's a big winner here. Yeah. Let's put this in perspective. How stunning is this German exit? The, uh, in the aftermath, you'll see a lot of, oh, we should have seen this coming. Love picked the wrong squad. There wasn't any balance, blah, blah, blah. This is, of the teams that could have gone out in the group stage, is it fair to say that Germany is the most shocking team that could have gone out in the group stage at this World Cup? Oh, man. Um, I think it's either them or uh, Brazil. Yeah, if Brazil went out, it would have been really shocking. I think France's group, if France went out, the thing is, like, we say France is going to France, but their group, I think, out of all three of those was the worst. Okay. Out of the other three teams. It just would have been so shocking if France went out. But this is absolutely stunning that this Germany team, vaunted for all that they are. Yeah, and... You written know, through to the I've, semifinals I've, by everybody is out of the World Cup. Yeah, I've seen a million hot takes already about... I mean, there's a specific article in my mind that I'm not trying to pinpoint that article, but just, like, the anatomy of the German collapse. Right, they're all... I mean, yeah, like, you're going to see so it's, many It's an them. interesting thing to, to think about, right? But I don't think there's, a like, a great reason why it happened. I think, you know, okay, Leroy Sané would have helped. He, he really would have. I think that was a mistake. I think there might have been some other mistakes in the tactics. Well, I think no. It would have been great for Germany yeah. if Timo Werner could have taken a single chance that fell yeah. the entire tournament. Mario Gomez. Finish a header. Max Matt Hummels. Hummels. At like three. Yeah, like the finishing was poor and that happens. There's a lot of things that went wrong, but like in the end, like they still should have gone through for yeah. all those things. Like it's just, it's weird. It's really weird to me. And I don't know who's going to, in the long run, who's going to get the blame out of this. It probably will fall on Yogi Low, and I don't know how much is, of that is fair. It's not like this Germany team is old. They're not aging. No. There are veterans in the squad, but, but it's like, not as though they're past their prime. No, this should like have been. Draxler, Royce, Kadira, Ozil. Like, those guys are all yeah, in their prime. should have been another successful run for Germany, but it wasn't. And it wasn't just that it wasn't a successful run. It's that they're out in the group stage after losing to a South Korea team that credit them all you want for their effort. And I think they deserve a lot of plaudits for how they approached this match, particularly once it became evident that they were going out of the World Cup. But that's a bad South Korea team. And they had many chances to kill that match off before they finally did. And Germany went out to them. Yeah, it's it's a disgrace for Germany. Like, South Korea, like, they're bad. I I hate to say it. Like, they're bad. If South Korea was good, they would have scored more. Like yes, Mexico. And earlier. Yeah. Like, my my overarching thing for Germany is that offensively, they didn't have problems. Like, they created a ton of chances. I think their midfield did their job. Their strikers failed to finish, and they had no one... They didn't have the personnel in their squad to stop counterattacks. Their defense was bad. They have good defenders. Jerome Boateng and Mats Hummels are good defenders. But you have to stop a counterattack. Spain has the same issue, and they have to solve it, but they were good enough to finish to get through three games. Germany was not. I don't know. You, you, 
you have to be able to defend a counterattack. It's it was bad. There was yeah. no no space that the defenders were closing down. It was embarrassing. It really was. And I don't I don't I, I saw a take. I don't think they need to tear this all down like they did after what do they do after two thousand two or oh six yeah. or whatever the big change that helped them. They don't need to tear it down. You know, try to grow some more defensive midfielders. I guess. They're fine. It, this happens in world football. The shocks have to happen. Yeah. Sorry, Germany. No, I'm not sorry. <laughs> You're not I'm sorry. not sorry. I'm not, I mean, I'm not so sorry either. It was great entertainment, but, like, that's the way it, it rolls. I got to say, and this is my last thing on Germany, and then we'll move on. It was fantastic for Germany's World Cup to come crashing down with Manuel Neuer in the attacking half, just simply giving the ball away, trying to once again play as an attacker, and then just watching somebody run towards an empty net. It's been my dream with Manuel Neuer for forever, for that moment to happen. And for it to happen with him stranded in his attacking half, watching Hungman's son just run towards an empty net, ah, lovely. I enjoyed it. I greatly, greatly enjoyed it, I have to say. Yeah. Let's shift into the next dramatic, well, I don't know if you can call it dramatic, but certainly entertaining, interesting what happened at this stretch of Group F. Group F, right? No, G. This is, no, H. Wow. There's a lot of letters in the alphabet before you get to H. Last group. Yeah, all right. Group H, Poland won, Japan nil, Colombia won, Senegal nil. Colombia and Japan go through in first and second, respectively. Bold move from Japan down the stretch to decide, you know what? We trust Colombia's defense we're just going to pass it around, take our one goal loss, and hope it all works out. Yeah. <laughs> it's so comical how, how like, they really just mailed it in. That's, like, against the spirit of football. But I don't care. You're through. It's risky, but... It was very risky. All Ridiculously took was one Senegal risky. goal. Yes. But I don't think... I think they knew that, it for them, they had decided in their head, if we go forward, we risk a counterattacking goal... Leave it at 1-0. The other game is 1-0, and Colombia has no... Colombia doesn't want to concede, so they're going to be trying their hardest to stop. We're just going to leave it in their hands. That's risky. You never want to leave something out of your control, but... That's what they chose they did to do. It. And Colombia, to their credit, didn't want to concede, and they didn't. Well, because they wanted to win the group, and yeah. you know there could have been a scenario in which they didn't. But wow, I don't know if I'd have... The ability to do that. And it's yeah. so weird that this group, you know, it, it ended up coming down to fair play points. And yeah, it that's, also ended that's up, tough luck for Senegal. Yeah, really it also luck. ended up coming down to Robert Lewandowski, who was really poor finishing in this tournament. Had a chance on about 75 minutes that he could have put Poland 2-0 up, and that would have changed the complexion of this group down the stretch. He didn't. Senegal are out. Japan, I think a team that we had lumped into the bottom five in this tournament, maybe even the bottom three, are through to the round of 16. And Colombia, who conceded and lost a man three minutes into their opening match, end up winning this group. Yeah, good for Colombia. They're big winners out of this because they get the same soft side of the bracket, and they played well. Now, the Hamas injury hurts them a lot. I think it robs them of a lot of their playmaking, but... Whatever. You are sleeping on my man Juan Fernando Quintero, who has run more. He's very good. He has run more in three matches than I think he has in the last three years. He's actually tracking back, which is he's he's a very good midfielder. He's gonna have some fun. He's good. He's He's a good good, passer. He's gonna have some fun. He's a very good passer. I'm skeptical of Columbo. We'll talk about that later, maybe. I don't know if we will, maybe not. But they're good. They did they totally destroyed Poland. They got their goal. 
this match was the Columbia Senegal match was disappointing because it was really cagey. It was the exact opposite of the the other of night of sorry Nigeria Argentina, mm-hmm. which I thought was a similar kind of match where both sides really went at it. I think the XG in this one was point two to point three. I don't know why the XG on the chance the for XG underrates Yeri Mina's ability to go up and win it. Yeah, I don't know why that wasn't higher, but he maybe he, maybe he just made it look so easy. He was he, great. He usually does. Uh, that's yeah. my boy. Yeah. He's also, good. you see what happened in this match. Davinson Sanchez conceded nope. a penalty. No, he didn't. He won. He won Wait, a tackle. That was he, a good he, tackle. No, he did win a tackle. It was a great tackle. You know what else happened in this match? What happened? Miguel Borja made his World Cup debut. Yeah, Palmeiras guy. Palmeiras, baby. His time's coming. Yeah. His time's coming. Is he going to play against England? You never know. Look, here's the Miguel Borja experience. Comes on with about 20 minutes to go. He's going to get six chances. He will waste the first five, but the sixth is going in. Yeah? That's the Miguel Borja experience. I don't think he's getting six chances. Oh, dude, England. you've never watched Borja play before. He always gets six chances, and he always wastes five of them. <laughs> it's going to go in. Don't worry. Um, Harry Kane's going to get four chances. He's going to score three of them, but you're going to be incensed. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. No, 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 no. Speaking of Harry Kane. Oh, he didn't play. He didn't he, play. Did he come on? No, he didn't. I wasn't watching this match. No, 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 no. He didn't come on. Okay. I saw him warming up and, like, taping up. I, I thought mean, they were going to bring him He might have come on and I missed it, but I'm pretty sure. All right, you said. need to check that because you're the one who was responsible for watching this match. <laughs> In, it was painful. Well, yes. Belgium and England got locked into a galaxy brain contest of who can predict who's going to have the easier quarterfinal before they even made the quarterfinal. Belgium win this match 1-0. Fitting that it's a Yanazai screamer that wins this. No. It was a great goal by Yanazai. Yeah. Cut in, delayed a little cut in again, and then picked it out. Beautiful. Kane did not come in. Okay. Danny Welbeck and Harry Maguire were the two subs in. They only made two subs? Yeah. Great, Gareth. Really happy you did that. Well, the great. other guys were all like... Lingard, Henderson, Kane, Sterling, Trippier are all guys that play. Bring Kane on to win the, to win the group in the final 15 minutes. Well, they didn't want to. Why not? I mean, we can talk about this. Yes, name one good reason why England should not have gone out to win this group and play Japan in the round of 16. They want to be in the better side of the bracket. How do you know that this is the better side of the bracket? The teams are weaker. I don't know that you can fully say that. England here's, played Brazil. All right, here's the, here's the case... I'm not saying fully what I would have done, but I see the logic behind it, and I see why they did it, and I don't have a problem with it. To me, it is illogical to want to play the better team in the round of 16 for some far-off match in the quarterfinals because you think that you match up better with a team in the quarterfinals theoretically. That seems immeasurably stupid to me. Mm -hmm. I think you should be in the best side. Yeah, and the best side is let's win our first match because you they know what? still are favored against Colombia. You can't win your second match if you don't win your first match. But they're still favored against Colombia. It'd be different if Col- like Colombia is be- not that much better than Japan. Oh, it's not- that's a bad opinion. Okay, Colombia. All right, sorry. Colombia is a lot better than Japan. Colombia is significantly but better. But England Japan. isn't worse than Colombia. I think. Okay, I'm finding the tweet. There's a good tweet that sums this up. The numbers don't lie. It's according to I don't care about the numbers. I care about playing the better team. The team. All right. When Brazil loses, when Belgium loses to Brazil in the quarterfinal, and England gets to play Switzerland or Sweden after beating Colombia, then you we'll think talk. that England team can break down Sweden? 
I don't. I'm not saying that, that, that. I'd rather put Sweden than Brazil. You can't tell me that's an argument. Yes, but I would rather get to that second match than not get to the second match. I'm confident in England's ability to get to the second match, especially because Hamas is hurt. It's a bad, a bad job of thinking by everyone involved in the England camp that wanted to lose this. Well, match. Belgium said it too. Roberto Martinez said I know, we're not and trying I think to it's win. Farcical on both counts. I think if everyone thinks it's the right idea, I think there's some logic behind no, it. I completely disagree with this. I hope it comes back to sting both of them. I hope Belgium lose to Japan and I hope England get waxed by Colombia. I hope Belgium beats Japan and then beats Brazil. That's not going to happen. Oh, it's not going to happen? I'm not worried about that. Belgium... Yeah, just like you're not worried about that, I'm not worried about England and Colombia. Belgium, I've been here before with you, Belgium. You're not fooling me into thinking you're actually a good team. You don't play defense. Here's the thing. Had Belgium gotten to this side of the bracket and somehow played Japan in this match, we could have had this scenario where Belgium makes a semifinal without actually having to prove itself. So I'm glad that that's not the case. Because that would have been really obnoxious. Um, look, we disagree on this. That's fine. I think it is immeasurably dumb to try plotting out It's paths. not immeasurably dumb. I think it is. You're being overly cynical about it. I think you should play the match that's in front of you. And they are. They're favored to beat Colombia. Yes, but I think you should play the team that you have a better chance of beating. And I don't think I you think... can make the argument that England has a better chance of beating Colombia than they do of Japan. Okay, no one's disagreeing about that. But if you have a better chance of winning in two games... You take that over one game, and then that's, then you have to go play Brazil. Maybe, or you could be playing Mexico. Brazil haven't looked great this World Cup. Also, England looked very solid against Brazil when they played in a friendly in November. I just think it's way too much to come in and try to start plotting and pinning. Go win matches, see what you can do. Yeah, they're going to go. They still Both Belgium and England still have to go win their match. Yes. Sure, Belgium has an easier one, but then they, if they win, they have to play Brazil. Maybe. Okay, this- and if they beat Brazil... Then they gotta play France. Maybe. You don't know or how Uruguay. any of this is gonna or go. Portugal. We don't know how any of this is gonna go. I think it's stupid. Uh most important. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna laugh when Belgium loses to Brazil and England gets to play Swiss, Swiss, Sweden or Switzerland. I'm going on the record. There's no way England's losing to Colombia. Okay, that's a I'm bad. guaranteeing it right now. Great. Alright, I'll see you. What's that? Tuesday that match on Tuesday? Yeah. I'll see you Tuesday. I got too much faith in my boys. Harry Kane didn't come to this World Cup to mess around. I, you can't say it's immeasurably stupid. That adjective's too harsh. I'm going to say that, and I have no problem saying that. Most important thing that happened in this group was not the farcical affair between Belgium and England. The boys have left Russia, and unfortunately they leave Russia with no points. Two goals, but no points. Tunisia 2, Panama 1. Panama finishes bottom of the World Cup with a bad goal differential of negative nine. But hey, they scored twice. Hey, good good for you, Panama. Gone too soon. Gone so soon. They are so bad. They were not good. They were the 32nd best team at the World Cup. They gave it a go, though, in this match, and they scored first. Yeah. And then Wadi Khazri was really good for Tunisia. Yeah, Tunisia's not a bad team. They just... Eh, they're not good. I mean, they held England, but... Yeah. They they also didn't really get any chances against England. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a penalty kick. Tunisia are fine. Oh yeah, they're they're not yeah, I shouldn't say they're good, but they're good enough to beat a team like Panama and look not yep. bad doing it. Yep. Yeah. Gonna miss you, Panama. Also gonna miss you, Sleety, for Tunisia. Every time I saw you with the ball, you were shooting. And I really appreciate that in a player. So goodbye and good riddance. 
All right, final group to break down. Had the potential for some drama here, but it ended up kind of going like we thought. Brazil 2-0 winners against a game Serbia side. Switzerland ended up being held by Costa Rica 2-2. Those results see Switzerland through in second, Brazil through in first, where they will play Mexico. Amit, we saw the goal of the tournament. Hmm? We saw the goal of the tournament in this Switzerland-Costa Rica match. Did we? Yeah, oh. the Costa Rican penalty oh. that went yeah. off the crossbar, off the goalie. Yeah, hit. bar down, bar yeah. down off the head. Yeah. Yeah, that's, Fantastic. that's a good goal. The best way to score a goal. Yeah, that happens a lot in water polo. Okay. People in water polo try to do that. Okay. They, they, they have fun doing that. Do I don't you, think anyone tries to do it in soccer, but it's really fun when it happens. Do you watch a lot of water polo? No, I have I had friends in high school Okay. that they called that a JFK. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but I had to say it. Like, they have a name for it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was the goal of the tournament. It was great. And nothing's going to get close to it. Uh, this was better from Brazil against Serbia. I appreciated that Brazil saw some sustained pressure and I thought handled it really well. Mitrovic is a very dangerous player and I thought Brazil neutralized him fairly well. Brazil countered well in this match. A third goal wasn't out of the realm of possibility. This was by far the best they've looked in their three matches. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. They were good. They're they're getting there. They're yeah. getting there. Out of the big teams. Them and France have the least amount of questions. Germany has the most because they're gone. <laughs> I mean, actually, Germany has the least amount of questions because they're more relevant because yeah. they're not here anymore. Um, they, they look good. Um, keep playing. Keep playing. Mexico, not an easy team, but... No, Brazil also has historically done pretty well against Mexico. Really, the only yeah. negative result I can think of is 2014 when Mexico held Brazil. Memo Ochoa was really good in that match. But I like the way Brazil's defense matches up against Mexico. Um, are Switzerland good? They're like good no, right? No, no, they're a good team. They're not good enough to win a semifinal, but they're good enough to make a semifinal in their. I think both England and Colombia would be favored against them, mm-hmm. but they could beat both of those teams. Like, they're solid. Shakiri's really good. They're really organized. When he tries. Yeah, when he tries, not when he plays for Stoke. Yeah, in a relegation yeah. battle. Yeah, and they have, they're, they're well organized, they're fast, they're, they're strong. Um, like, they know what they're doing. I think Sweden's a tough opponent for them because they're not going to be so much better than Sweden that I can just dominate. That match literally moves the needle to about a 1.5 for me. That match yeah, screams. I'm not really excited. For Euro this. quarterfinal, and I don't need it. But congrats, Switzerland. You took advantage of being in a group with Costa Rica and also a late goal against Serbia, which really turned out turned how this group ended up. Yeah, that was the game that was always going to be the biggest game in the group. They got the win. I don't know how much markedly better than Serbia they are, but... I think they're solid enough to get to semifinal. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost to Sweden. They have good players. I don't know how I feel about them. I could be... I would much rather see Senegal in the round of 16 than Switzerland. Yeah, Senegal is so fun. Their press is one of the best presses I saw this tournament. Bad luck. You can't draw Japan. Yeah, they've given up two leads against Japan. That's going to sink you. All right, so that wraps up the group stage. Amit, there is an off day at the World Cup tomorrow. What are you going to do? Oh, you're moving. Yeah, so I'm moving into my apartment. It's going to be an all-day thin thing. Driving the U-Haul. Just what you want on yeah. an off day. You're hey, one... at least it's on the off day. Sure. Be better than having to miss some, some Be better day. than missing Saturday. Eh, you could probably miss Sunday and, and not be too upset. Yeah. But better than missing Saturday. Yeah, so let's talk Saturday, about these... Saturdays. So we'll plan on recording again on Sunday. So let's break down these first four knockout matches. 
These happen on both sides of the bracket on the top half. We've got two really intriguing matches. One intriguing, a, a third that is intriguing because of the presence of the host nation. And then part three in the Euro 2016 series that we'll be seeing at this World Cup knockout stage. Let's start with the battle for who can touch the ball less, Portugal or Uruguay. That is a really reductive way of looking at this match. And if Uruguay play like they do did against Russia, they will want the ball, they will have the ball, and they will beat Portugal with ease. The right. question is, will they? <laughs> that's the problem, is that you would think that if Uruguay had more of the ball, they'd beat Portugal with ease. But that's what Portugal wants. I don't like, like, I'm not, I don't like Portugal. I'm not saying I like Portugal. But I'm just warning everyone, this is what Portugal wants to happen. They want Uruguay to have the ball. They want to score some garbage goal and then pack it in. I just, I can't stand the way they play. And it's, 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 it's not like they don't have somebody to score that garbage goal. Yeah. I, I think Uruguay should be slightly favored just because I they're agree. playing better. Yep. But... I think this is a game Particularly more... because of how well Uruguay has defended. Yeah. Which Uruguay's think... defense is, is much better well, than Portugal's. They've not conceded at this tournament. They've yeah. really not conceded chances. Granted, they've played bad teams. But I don't think it's a fair assessment to say that Portugal is some significant step up well, attacking Portugal's... from the three teams they played. Portugal... They have Ronaldo. Yeah. Portugal's not going to be pu- be putting pressure on Uruguay in a traditional sense. I think the question is Uruguay's never defended... A counterattacking team like this so far, I'm sure they've done it in Cannonball, yeah, but right. I mean, Ronaldo's made this counterattack very, very dangerous, and it's much harder as we saw seen for the big teams like Spain and Germany to defend a counterattack like that. And this is probably the best counterattack in the tournament. Counterpoint: Suarez and Cavani might eat Jose Fonch and Pepe alive. Yeah, the Portugal defense is going to have their hands full because those two are really good. They're clicking really well. I think this is a game where Portugal mucks it up, packs a lot back to take away that long ball as much as possible. I still think Uruguay will get their chances. For some reason, I just, I, I don't know why I have a gut feeling that Portugal wins this 1-0 in penalties. I don't know. I This is so cliche, but I, I really am leaning on their experience here. And that's not that Uruguay isn't experienced. They're one of the most experienced teams here. They clearly know how to win big matches. But, like, I, I just like... Portugal's approach to this more. I think Uruguay are going to get sucked in. I think they're going to they're going to bite, and we're going to stick yeah. through 120 minutes or 116 minutes, and then Ronaldo pops up. How badly do you want a Ronaldo yellow card with Portugal advancing, so he has to sit out the quarterfinal against maybe France again? No, I want him to have to sit out against Argentina. You want Ronaldo Messi to be ruined because of yellow card yeah. accumulation? That'd be yeah, fun. I don't know if I said this last time. I think the rule is really bad. I think it should be it resets after the. The group stage. The group stage, yeah. Galaxy brain. Both Ronaldo and Messi pick up yellow cards and miss a Portugal-Argentina matchup. That that would be that would be so bad. That would be so painful. I'd be so here that'd for it. That would be painful to watch. That would be so much Both fun. Both of those teams are so bad without their stars. That would be really fun. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, For some reason, I feel like Portugal's going to win, but I do think Uruguay is the better team. I couldn't tell you what's going to happen. All right, I'm going to ask you to tell me what's going to happen. Prediction. No. I'm going to go with Portugal 1-0. Portugal 1-0. I'll take Uruguay 2-0. But that's that's also, like, I'm being very clear, like, I think Uruguay's better. I, yeah, no, I'm, I, root, I'm rooting yeah, for them. You've put, you've yeah. put your, you put your uh, I don't know what word I was going for there. I'm, I'm couching a lot. Sure. I just, I, I feel differently about what I want to happen, what mm-hmm. I think is the best team, and what I think is going yeah, to happen. That's fair. 
All right, France-Argentina. The Argentina train wreck has r rambled into the round of 16, and they get a France team that on paper should absolutely carve them up. But in walks Didier Deschamps to fill out the France starting 11. You have no idea what he's going to do. And there's a chance he gets it all wrong. Leo Messi pops up and Argentina upsets France. <laughs> I want nothing more to happen than for Argentina upset France. Uh, I'm so rooting for it. You really want Messi Ronaldo, don't you? Yeah, I, this is what I really want. I want the hot takes. I want more. I, I France is so much better. They're, they're just markedly better. Argentina's yes. bad. And France is really good. Their yep. offense is the type of team that not only is going to put pressure on them when they have the ball, they're going to put pressure on Argentina when they don't have the ball. You thought Croatia's press gave Argentina problems? Just wait until you have Griezmann, Pogba. And Marcus Rojo yeah, and Nicolas Otamendi yeah, trying to trying pass, to pass out of that. They, they can't. No. That's a bad news for you. Argentina cannot play out of the back. I'm really worried for Argentina. I, I I just have a I don't have as much of a feeling as the last game. My feeling is that Argentina is going to get blasted. I really but, hope they do. But I I'm with you, I though. can't shake the feeling that something's going to go wrong. Even if France win, I this this game won't be won't be a blowout. I think it'll be interesting. I think I think Argentina will find a way to make it competitive. I see this match going one of two ways, and I said this on the last podcast. Either this is Spain Argentina for March round two and France puts four-plus past this Argentina backline, or Argentina somehow can frustrate France. I don't know how that happens. Tactically, it shouldn't. And then Messi pops up somewhere, steals a goal, and Argentina get out of this, even though they are completely undeserving of anything close to a World Cup quarterfinal. They played better against Nigeria, but they still did not look great. Benega has to start... I would still go with Aguero and Pavon over Di Maria and Higuain. I've said that countless times in this tournament. Don't know if it's going to happen, but I wish that it would. Pavon is, Pavon is very good. Good. He's very a good. Player. Should not be behind Di Maria right now. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think for France, it seems pretty simple. Like, hey, you should mark Messi, probably mark Benega. Not That's probably. where Conte could be good, right? Yeah, like he's Conte, good is, Conte is really good at that. He's... I, I think he's the best defensive midfielder in the world in terms of playing yeah. defense. This is this looks like an easy. You're thing sleeping for on Felipe Melo at Palmeiras and his six yellow cards in twelve matches. It's not that's not good. No, no, no. That means he's engaged. Oh, we're talking about engaged. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you also have Kevin Vimmer. Oh no, you want him back? No, I don't want him back. Oh, man. I, don't, I don't know. I don't want Kevin Vimmer anymore. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I. Love for Messi to do something dope, but I think I was I, coming into this, like, right before we talked about this game, I was like, I think Argentina's going to win. The more I think about it, like, it's really the magic's running out. I yeah. think they, they used all their pixie dust to, to get that Marcus Rojo garbage goal. 4-1 France. I, I will stick by the fact that I think Argentina finds a way to make this competitive. I think it's going to be 2-1. It'll be two France goals. Argentina might pip all 8-1, try to make it interesting, but... France is the better team. Don't mess up. Don't don't mess this up. But, but if you do, Ronaldo better be on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Argentina Uruguay would be really interesting as well. I yeah, know those two teams. Those two teams they know, know each, each other, other very yeah. familiarly. Yeah. This can, that little quadrant is regardless of what happens. I think all of those matches, except for I mean Uruguay France would still be entertaining. But Portugal France would be a Euro rematch. Argentina Uruguay would be a South American derby. Argentina Portugal Ronaldo Messi. All of those potential quarterfinals are very tasty. 
I just hope Argentina aren't involved because they don't deserve it. But I would kind of be here for Messi Ronaldo. The takes would be so hot. Yeah, it'd, it'd be it'd so be, hot. Although the thing I'm here most for is Argentina, Portugal with both Messi and Ronaldo suspended. You heard it here first. FIFA, right. I think FIFA would literally just cancel they would, them. Yeah, they FIFA would just be like, no, 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 that Ronaldo, no, no, that one didn't count. We'll rescind it. <laughs> They, they they'll will. rescind both. They will. They, they will. will. They legitimately yeah. will. Um, all right, other side of the bracket, you've got four European teams in the top half of the right side. Spain play the host Russia. Spain should win this relatively comfortably, right? Yeah, Russia, they can dope. They can run all they want. It's not going to matter when you can't get the ball. Look, Russia might make it interesting because they're at home. Goodwill. Juba. Spain's defense is, has some issues. But it's hard to imagine a universe where Russia creates enough to win this game. Because even if Spain makes defensive mistakes, which they might be good for one or two, Spain's offense is going to carve up the Russian backline. Also, Igor Akinfeyev, not a good goal. No, yeah, it turns out you said. turns out he's not good. And you gave up three to Uruguay playing, you know, their style. Spain's going to carve like they're just going to carve them up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you score a goal. And then you hold on for extra time. That's their best bet, I think. Okay. But I think Spain win this one relatively easily. Yeah, I, I think 2-3-0, two, two, maybe 3-1. Yeah, 3-1, I could see that, 2-0. Yeah. I think Spain win this one relatively easily. Yeah. I just don't think Russia is good enough. Cherry Chef, Juba, I, I just don't think those guys can really compete with Spain. All right, final match, Croatia-Denmark. Christian Eriksen. Christian Eriksen versus Luka Modric. Spurs it's, a ta- it's a Tottenham midfield showdown. Croatia's been good at this World Cup. They yeah. won all three of their matches, one of just two teams to do that at the group stage, Uruguay being the other. They should win this match. What about Belgium? Oh, Belgium won all three, too. Sorry, one of three. Correction. Thank you for that. I don't really count beating England when both teams are trying to lose as a I mean, that, But it does go it's down. A neg- it's a negative, yeah, negative it, game. It does go down in the record book as a win. France? No. No. They, they played that nil-nil no, no, game was painful. Yeah, yeah, that was a bad game. Yeah. yeah. Croatia-Denmark, Croatia's a better team. They have a better midfield, but Denmark is very composed. This game and the Sweden-Switzerland game are just like, I don't don't really want to see this here. You're going to watch it? Yeah, I'm going to watch it, I hope. But if you're power-ranking the eight quarterfinals in order of you want to watch it, this is probably seventh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Belgium-Japan is more intriguing to me than this, because at least there's a contrast of styles and contrast of continents. If yeah. I wanted to see this, I would have watched Euro 2016. And I only watched that tournament for Andre Pierre-Gignac. Yeah. You almost, Croatia's you, good. Their defense hasn't really been challenged all tournament, uh, all tournaments so far. And Denmark is good enough to do that. I think Denmark will play really well. I think they're solid. They're organized. They're like a better version of Sweden, I think. Maybe not as defensively good as Sweden. But I, I don't know. Croatia's press is really good. I think it's been the best press. I said Senegal had a good press. Croatia's press has been really good. They know what they're doing. They're really well drilled. I've been particularly um, impressed by France's press as well. Yeah, they they were good. I against Peru, they were their yep. press was really really good. And then they but they they didn't really see it that much against Denmark. They weren't trying. And against Australia, their press was good. Their finishing was bad. I I don't know. I think France's <laughs> we've already talked about this. France's press is going to look real good yeah. against Argentina. Yeah. I think Croatia will find a way to win this one. Maybe an extra time. I don't know. 1-0 Croatia for me in this yeah. one. You're like, eh, 
Yeah. All right, that match happened. I would love if Christian Eriksen and Madras just traded free kicks for 90 minutes. They're not going to. No, they're not. That's, that's not how it works. No. Is your man Martin Braithwaite going to feature here for Denmark? Featured in the, the last group stage match. Play Casper Dolberg. He's young. He's good. Yeah. Yeah, but instead they have Martin Breath Braithwaite. Yeah. You could, you could play him. You could. He's at the World Cup, which I found out on our preview podcast. Croatia 1-0 for me. What do you have? Uh, I'll take 2-1. Oh, you're going two vicious f- on the goals. Two free kicks. You just want to see some Spurs legend free kicks, yeah. don't you? One free kick for Erickson, one for Modric. Third goal is a Mandzukic header. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Great. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of World Cup After Dark. We'll be back on Sunday to talk about those first four round of 16 matches. We'll preview the other four round of 16 matches, which feature Brazil, that Colombia-England clash that Amit is now immeasurably excited for. (laughs) Immeasurably. Immeasurably. Immeasurably Immeasurably excited for. Uh, Be sure to follow us on social media. I'm at Austin underscore James 906 on Twitter. He's at Amit K. Malik. Follow the World Football Index for all the latest from us as well. All that's left for me to say is thanks for listening and goodbye.